Greetings, humans. Simula78 sends its regards. It is time for the Squacklecast theme song, as sung by Caged Human A34. Hello, the Squacklecast. Thirtyish episodes. Allow me more. Forever. This all has been a blast. Your mom loves the Squacklecast. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I got nothing, man. <laughs> you got nothing? Well, I'm sure we could. Th- uh, I guess we could talk about the March for Our Lives thing that's going on right now. And how uh, we're not marching. I don't know. Did you see any of that? <laughs> no. I saw some earlier. So passionate. One guy was like, about to break out into tears. Some white girl had a don't shoot on on her palms, raising them up. Mm-hmm. And I saw a great headline that read, um, Marco Rubio adult explains how <laughs> legislation works. <laughs> we can talk about how Black Panther is now top grossing superhero film. Oh, is it? So I guess we can have a an extended Black Panther conversation. Sick. Uh, do we? <laughs> uh, we can talk about Seinfeld. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, we can talk about... Are we already recording, or what's going on? <laughs> no, we're, no, we're not recording. <laughs> should, should this be what back. we're recording? <laughs> should we be recording this? My- uh, no, I didn't uh, just start recording without... No shit. <laughs> I should have I should have kept what we're recording before. Why did I stop and start again? <laughs> it makes sense to myself sometimes. Uh... One second. Okay. Alright. Uh, I did what I did. And now we're doing it. Alright, so we're recording now. That's... Yes. We are recording. <laughs> we are recording now <laughs> did you even run tests i don't know did it did everything sound fine i didn't i didn't do a legitimate test so we could just go on for like an hour and then you realize later that it sounded terrible okay i'll do a test one second Okay, I did a test, and it is working. All right, so now we're recording. Yes, now we are recording. Why do you say it like that? <laughs> uh, well, I put now in quotes, so I had to say it, say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I need the accents just perfectly. <laughs> um, there's a little uh, accent mark over the O, by the way. Yeah. The emphasis uh, on quotes before and after the end. Um, so, did you watch a uh, Pacific Rim Uprising yet? Uh, no, I'm going to watch it tonight. I think I have to see what times it's on, and then I'll go and watch it. Did you even read any of the uh, reviews? Or are you just going in? Hoping I, I am actually reading some uh, community reviews. I wouldn't say legitimate reviews. I saw I saw some blurbs from some of them, and they were not too kind, but. As far as I remember, they were the same sort of reaction to the first one. So, um, 
my gauging is that the action is about similar to what the first movie had. So, what was that? <laughs> was that the no, trailer? <laughs> that was a text message. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, I'm reading one from Rolling Stone. They gave it a 0.5 out of four stars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a two out of ten. I am sure. <laughs> I mean, this is Transformers level inanity. It will not make you. <laughs> it will not make you feel like a ten-year-old, but it will make you feel like a ten-year-old. There, there's no way it could be as stupid as Transformers because Pacific Rim has people actually doing useful things. You don't think Marky Mark was doing useful things? And in... I didn't see that movie. I, I see any other ones? How, was I haven't seen any of the Marky Mark uh, Transformers. I have to pick it up after whatever the last one Shia LaBeouf did. And then watch the new ones after that and see what they did. So I think the there's there's three, like three or four that I didn't see. There was like the, the dinosaur one. There was like the one where Optimus Prime goes crazy, and then he dies, I guess. And then there's one with with him dead. Yeah, that's the third one, right? I guess so. I I really don't know. I just know things happen. But that's just like every other Transformer. Things just happen. <laughs> that doesn't really describe much. But um, you know, it's I I'm not I'm not like uh, I don't dislike the Transformers movies. I just think that they're kind of dumb. Uh, and the story is not too great, but it's easy to follow if you really pay attention. Uh, I've gone to some of those Transformers movies in the past with some of my friends and/or roommates and. They didn't understand the plot, but the plot is very paper thin. So it's like if you don't understand it, you weren't paying attention. You know, a lot of these reviews they're just referencing Transformers. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, I think it's. I think this movie looks like what Power Rangers, the movie, the more recent one, should have been. Mm-hmm. But it mixes it in with a little bit of Transformers, and I'm okay with that idea. So there's this one from the Boston Globe that says a movie that plays like a lost Transformers entry. <laughs> Uh, USA Today, the blur from them is big, dumb, and very loud action movies aren't just for the Transformers franchise anymore. <laughs> <laughs> see, these, these reviews make me want to see it because not every, <laughs> see, here's my philosophy, right? Not every movie I have to see has to be good, right? I can watch bad movies. I can watch subpar movies. I don't have to watch good movies all the time. I can watch mediocre movies sometimes. You know, I get a different experience. If I'm watching good movies all the time, then, you know, you spoil yourself. You know, you're eating the, the filet mignon too much. Well, the problem with you is that I think you enjoy some of these bad movies too much because it's <laughs> <laughs> your grading scale for these things. It's out of whack. I don't know what to expect <laughs> I, from. I'm pretty sure I've said this on the podcast before, but my grading scale is like a parabola. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so the the... The worse it is, the be- the higher of a score it is, the better it is, the higher a score it gets. But the more in the middle it is, the lower score it gets. It's like a black hole. When it goes in, <laughs> you don't know where it's coming out <laughs> or what's happening to it. <laughs> like, there's no recorded evidence of what's going to happen once it Because <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, neg- you have the negative points, right? Like Say like a negative five, because it's so bad, it's good. So it becomes like the absolute power of whatever that number is, and that's my rating. All right, so there's one from Arizona Republic. Uh, it's saying, it's better than a Transformers movie. 
So that's that, that's the upside. Right. Hey, all right, I'm good with that. <laughs> um, did you even like the Shia LaBeouf Transformers movies? Uh, I like the first one, I guess. The I don't think one... it's the first one. I don't think it, you know, it it aged very well. I think it got well, worse. I'm sure it hasn't. I'm sure it hasn't. But when I watched it at the time, it was fun. It was fine. <laughs> uh, the second one was annoying as hell. Uh, the third one, the second one was annoying because of those two like smaller robots that were like mm-hmm. gangs, gangsters or something like that. I don't know what they're trying to it's go like for. Vaguely racist. <laughs> yeah, vaguely racist. Like, uh, and then they end up being heroic, but then they just die, and you're like, yes, they're finally dead. So it's like, <laughs> and then they never get re- like referred to again. <laughs> they're like the Jar Jar Binks of the Transformers. Series. I thought they showed up again. I don't know. I don't remember. No, they died and never appeared again. I think they showed up they sh- in the third one. It, or it might have been someone else. I don't know. No, they were definitely not in the third one because I remember specifically that they were not in that one. And then uh, John Malkovich was in the third one. He was not bad, I guess. So. Who did John Malkovich play again? I don't remember. Uh, he was like Shia LaBeouf's boss. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Is that right? Shia LaBeouf's boss? Yeah, like he got a new job like that movie and then he okay because I was confusing yeah I was confusing him with uh, his girlfriend's boss that's what well I think that, don't they work at the same place or something I don't know like it's really kind of confusing I haven't seen him in like five or six years so I, did, on, I didn't like huh? they're on TV like every other week though well I don't have cable so <laughs> <laughs> So like I have that uh, luxury of being able to watch Transformers whenever it's on. Why don't you get um, one of those streaming services? Which ones? There's like a bunch of like Sling TV. There's a PlayStation oh. View. There's because it costs like fifty bucks, and I'm already like paying thirty bucks for Netflix and. Well, the whatever, Sling one like... costs what twenty bucks for one streaming. One stream, and then I think it's like thirty, maybe. Or forty, if you want. I don't know. At that point, it's like the same cost as the basic basic cable, like you get with my internet. Just get it as a package, and you spend fifteen dollars more for it. So, I don't know. It doesn't really make sense to me to buy it. Like the YouTube Live is like thirty bucks a month, and like Hulu Live has like fifty bucks a month or whatever. So it's like. I don't know. I feel like Hulu's a ripoff. Yeah, but at this point, I'm like just I'm spending. Before Netflix and Hulu, just for other people to watch, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and all the stuff I add on Netflix, I don't even watch. Like I have no time to watch it. Like I added so like what? six, I added like six things to my list, and I mean, I'm probably never going to watch it. So what do you watch? Like what what service are you watching or using? Right now, I'm just trying to catch up with some of the shows. I'm using the um, Spectrum website one. So this morning, I was watching. Uh, the most recent episode of Atlanta, the FX series with uh, Donald oh. Glover. Yeah. That, have you seen that? That's a good show, man. Did you watch uh, that? I saw a couple episodes and I didn't know anything about it. It was just on TV and we're like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And it was it was pretty funny, but I didn't get the uh, the context of the show. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if it was a skit, a skit comedy or if there's like a through line or... Yeah, it's what, pretty much like a serialized... It's I think most of it's serialized, but it's... Um, 
It's one of those single-camera like, sitcoms, basically. Is it the same characters all the time, or is it like, do they play different people, or... No, it's this, it's the same character. So Donald Glover, or um, Lando Gambino, as mm-hmm. some of his fans are calling him, because, you know, he, he's a rapper, too, right? Like, he's... Yeah, yeah, I know. His rap name's um, Childish Child, Gambino. Ch- Childish Gambino, yeah. Yeah, and then he's playing Lando Carrissian, so now they're calling him Lando Gambino. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, he, he plays... I think he's supposed to be like um, a, a smart guy, but underachieving. And then he ends up um, becoming his cousin's manager. And his cousin is the rapper he's Paperboy. The, the rapper guy, yeah. Yeah, the up-and-coming rapper. And um, I forgot her name, but she, I think she's playing Domino in Deadpool 2. She plays his on-again, often girlfriend, but also um, mother to his daughter, I think. Mm-hmm. Basically, them like Manta, and then it, it, it there's some, there's a lot of funny stuff, but they also like touch upon like social issues and things like that. Mm-hmm. One episode this season where he had been setting up um, a streaming deal for Paperboy, his cousin, and I think it was like the previous episode he finally got paid, and since his girlfriend Van was complaining. How she got uh, shortchanged by her friend of the Beyonce concert because she got cheaper seats and her friends got better seats. Like, oh, sometimes you can't afford blah 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 and stuff like that. So he said, well, he just got paid, so they were gonna go out and celebrate and actually have like a big, um, a big deal, like a big, uh, nice, nice evening out. So I think they went out to some sort of like upscale bar or restaurant, and he tried to pay with a hundred dollar bill. And the cashier was like, oh, um, I don't have enough change for this $100 bill. And he's like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. So he put out his ATM card, just charged it to my ATM. And she looked at the ATM, ATM card, hesitated, and was like, um, so we got like this new policy where we need to make a copy of your card and your ID. <laughs> and then he thought it was very suspicious, like thinking it's like this racist thing and he didn't really want to make it a big deal about it and ask him about this policy. Like, it doesn't make sense. And he doesn't really want to make copies of his card and stuff like that. So he decided to leave. And as he was leaving, he turned back for a moment. And this white guy behind him, this older guy, came with a $100 bill. <laughs> and he's like, wait a second. He went back and was going to say something. And then the guy just up his um, blazer and like showed a gun because <laughs> he was carrying concealing a gun. He's like, okay, oh, and just backed off and left. <laughs> and then uh, later on, they decided to just go to like this hookup place, and they paid like a hundred dollars to get in. And they paid with that same hundred, and so they sat down. They're going to choose some flavors to smoke. In a couple minutes, uh, the security guard came by. And said, oh, you pay with like a counterfeit 100 and blah, blah, blah. And then he had to go to talk to the manager of the place. And the manager kept arguing and yelling at him. Like, oh, this is fake. This is fake. And it was it's like, just hold up against the light. And like, there's the watermark. And like, the manager's like, looked at him. And it's like, you put that there. You put that watermark there. <laughs> and so they eventually kicked him out. Before they kicked him out, they wouldn't give him back his 100. And it actually made him pay twice because he already entered. 
So he needed to pay again. So he had to pay a second hundred, and they kicked him out. And then the cop was like, the security guard was like, hey, man, we all knew that guy was, like, being an asshole. And that, and that $100 bill was okay, but, you know, he was already yelling and stuff. And so, like, so that whole night, he was, like, getting shortchanged just because he was black and trying to pay $100 bills. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, like, uh, the type of stuff that happens in the show. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the episode I saw, he a paper boy was in a a club or something like that, and he's supposed to be being treated like really well, but then it ends up being like a big shit show, <laughs> and like fans are coming over, and he's like, "No, man, I only really want to hang out with the girls." Or something. I don't know. It was like a really long. I thought it was like a skit show, so I thought it was like a very long, elongated skit, mm-hmm. just for like one long episode. And I was like, "Okay, this can't be like a whole the whole show," because I, I think there were like other like things going on like uh like commercials or something like that that they're doing i think that one of the episodes they had like a bunch of um commercials but instead of like white centric commercials it was all like black centric <laughs> commercials mm-hmm. and stuff like that so that would that in itself was pretty interesting okay yeah, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think the commercials what kind of threw me off as well. like i didn't know what was necessarily the, the uh, format of the show and like yeah. how if these people are consistent characters throughout different skits or something like that, and really what was going on the whole time. I, so it was kind of like uh, catching me off base, but it was pretty funny as far as I thought. And then uh, it was well shot, well made. So it didn't... So I, had, I would be interested in watching more. I just hadn't uh, had the chance to. I think he did win a Grammy or something. Or not a Grammy, but an Emmy, didn't he? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> you not follow anything. <laughs> nope. Okay, all right. Uh, have you seen any of this stu- new stuff on uh, Netflix? Uh, I've. It's hard for me to figure out what to watch on Netflix that isn't old because, like, all this new stuff, it's like back and forth with uh, it being crappy and good, and like some things have good concepts, some things don't. So it's really just a mixed bag as far as Netflix goes now with all their uh, original content. I mean, what's the last thing you've seen on Netflix? Black probably Mirror. just yeah, probably just the last season of Black Mirror, which was pretty good. I'd say it's better than season three generally, um, but it wasn't as good as the first two seasons because the first two seasons were only the UK uh, episodes. Uh, but the first episode of season four, the uh, USS Callister one, that was quite good. Uh, it was like a Star Trek homage, and it was, but it was kind of uh, humorous and in a modern way. So it was kind of making fun of Star Trek in a way as well. So, how much am I dropping out? Um, it's it's in and out at this point. Okay. Um, well. I don't know what's going on. That's all right. I mean, just start over. <laughs> what were you saying about Black um, Mirror? Yeah, the USS Callister episode was mm. pretty good. Um, it was a Star Trek-y sort of thing, so I enjoyed that. And it's kind of like an homage to Star Trek while keeping it humorous and keeping it more contemporary with its humor. Was it all and just also, um, supposed to be a comedy, or what was it supposed to be? 
Well, I guess it's it's like a dramatic like comedy and a drama at the same time. That episode. Have you seen it? No. No. Okay. Um, well, it's basically like the yeah the idea is that this guy built a game and he uh, made his own custom version of the game that's not controlled by anyone else. It's just basically his own little play area, um, which is based as uh, on a on the old TV show, which they call some other generic name, but it's basically just Star Trek. It wasn't Star Trek. It was called Space Force or something like that. Uh, so this was so, just a game, or what was it? Yeah, this is a game, and then what happens, which which you have to kind of look past the stupidity of it because it really doesn't make much sense. Basically, he steals people's DNA, puts it into a box, and then the box will take time to crunch numbers and stuff like that, and then put the personality of the person he stole their DNA into the game itself, and as if they had all their memories and stuff like that. So that part didn't really drive too well with me but okay because that i don't know if that really makes sense <laughs> it, no it doesn't make sense but you have to kind of have a lot of suspension of disbelief and say okay well I'll, I'll accept that and then let it go forward and from there once you get past that point which isn't a big focus but it becomes a an, an important plot point well there's uh, usually a big twist right so what was the twist of that episode the twist is it was well there wasn't really a twist so far as uh the, uh, the characters inside the game were contacting themselves outside of the game. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like, oh, I know everything about myself, and so I know all about the pictures and stuff like that that I took and stuff like that. So there was like, uh, that kind of like funniness to it, but it was still sort of... Uh, I don't know. Just the, the sci-fi aspect of it was very thin, but mm-hmm. the uh, dramatic and com- comedic and homage aspects of it were um, the most the most uh, interesting or fun parts of it. So I was able to look past the, uh, the sci-fi stupidity and mm-hmm. uh, just kind of, kind of roll with it because the performances were pretty good. The production it had, was uh, good. it had fat Damon in there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it had, and it had, yeah, it had this guy named uh, Jesse Plemons. There you go. Who, who he's I a good actor. Though. I, yeah. Yeah. He's a good actor. And I had never seen him before. So I was like, did they get Matt Damon for this? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, wait a second. Why does he look like Philip Seymour Hoffman? <laughs> and I was like, wait a second, did they clone Philip Seymour Hoffman with Matt Damon's DNA and then they had a baby or something like that? I don't know. Like, um, it's like the great value version of Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. And I guess he's like a southern, uh, he was like from the south or something like that, too. So he's got a little bit of an accent in that mm-hmm. regard, I guess. Well, I think but he had his big break in Friday Night Lights, the, um, TV yeah, version I, had, of, uh, I hadn't seen that. So Friday Night Lights, which was a good show. If you haven't seen it, that might still be on Netflix. I think uh, I might get around to it someday. But uh, there's lots of other shows to <laughs> to watch. So probably it's not on my list really, but maybe one day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think uh, generally it was a pretty good episode. Uh, it set the tone for the rest of the season for sure. Was that uh, the best episode, or what other? That was that was the best episode, but the last episode was also pretty good. Um, but the the format that they had it was kind of uh, kind of it kind of drugged that episode down because they basically had it be a guy in his own museum full of things that he fucked up, <laughs> and then um, they called it the Black Museum. So it was kind of like okay, like does that mean black as an African African American culture or Black Mirror 
museum, like they're trying to be self-referential or something like that. It it means black in the sense that it's uh, like black comedy. Okay. Um, like not really African American comedy, but black comedy as far as dark. Uh, so I feel like you're digging yourself a hole. I, <laughs> well, so, this so black. I, mean, they, I mean, they call they call both the same thing. So it's like it's a, it's, like, it's more of a dark museum rather than a. a I don't know. They call it Black Museum for whatever reason. But anyway, so the guy who is telling the story is actually pretty humorous, and he's not in anything else, but he reminds me of like some other actor, like sort of like an Andy Richter kind of person, but not him specifically. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like another comedian, I couldn't really figure it out. But um, yeah, he made he made me rem- he might reminded me of someone else that I had seen previously in some other. Uh, comedic fashion and so he was enjoyable as a character in that episode so it was it was a fun episode and then it ends kind of like with a weird twist uh-huh well let me ask you this <clears throat> uh are there any actors that surprise you with their their comedic abilities like you don't expect them to have that type of co- comedic timing but they're actually really good at uh, comedy roles uh, I haven't seen any recently, but I guess like uh, who's the guy? Uh... Yeah, I don't really know. No, no one really recently. What about um, John Hamm? Because I was kind of surprised at how goofy John Hamm can be. Um, yeah, John Hamm was pretty good uh, in that episode uh, of Black Mirror. So. He, I guess he wasn't that goofy, but he was kind of like. Uh, I know because on, on Mad Men, he 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 does like a lot of serious work on Mad on Mad Men since that's a drama and everything. But then there's also like all these other comedies with like Tina Fey and stuff, where he's in Thirty Rock and where he's just like really goofy and <laughs> kind of stupid, mm-hmm. and he pulls it off very well. Like it's it's an odd. odd like it's an odd thing, like you don't really expect it, and then it just kind of happens. But you don't really, you don't really know anyone else who uh, has that ability. Like even Chris Hemsworth has a lot of uh, comedic. Uh, yeah, I guess Chris Hemsworth would be the most recent one then, because I, I wasn't really expecting him to be a funny guy, mm-hmm. especially from Thor and Thor Two. Like he was playing like the straight man in in a comedic role. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was which is fine. I guess you can be funny in that sense, and that you're keeping the straight man going. But um, the uh, How about uh, uh, vice versa, like uh, comedic actors and comedians doing good dramatic work. Uh, I'd have to really think about it. I know there's there's a couple recently. I mean, they're saying uh, Adam Sandler is a much better actor than he lets on. Would you agree with that? Probably, <laughs> but I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie Punch Drunk Love, and then, but he's making shit movies for millions of dollars. So why would he even try? <laughs> so. I mean, he, I mean, he had he was he was good in um that one that one movie where he had like he thought he had cancer. I was going to do like click. No, not click. Um, the one with Seth Rogen, where he played. Uh, Stand a comedian. I forgot what it was. It was like one oh, of those. Uh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forgot what the thing is called. 
It's one of those Judd Apatow movies. It is funny people. Yeah, he he was pretty good in that. And he had uh, some good um, dramatic uh, parts where he pulled it off pretty well. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the thing is that he's not writing or directing or producing those those movies where he's like doing okay jobs in. Mm-hmm. So I think that when he's the director, writer, whatever he does in like stuff like Jack and Jill or Pixels or whatever, mm-hmm. like whatever part of the process that he's being more involved in, uh, like conception to to screen, then I think that's when it's like really like he just is tired of doing everything else, so he acts like shit on the screen. So as long as he's not too involved on a creative yeah. level, then he can actually do good acting. Yeah, it seems like it, I guess. Or <laughs> or or he cares, or he's like less tired of whatever he's doing, so he tries harder. Because that's like specifically the only thing he's doing. But since he's being paid millions of dollars to do like these stupid movies, he's like, okay, well, I got to do all this other shit. And then I'm just tired of doing all that, so now I'm going to act like shit on screen because I just want this to be over with. <laughs> what about like, um, what about Bill Murray and um, <clears throat> Robin Williams? Like, who would you say is a better dramatic actor out of the two? Because they're both what comedians. Mm-hmm. Started out as comedians. Uh, well, I think Robin Williams is probably best uh, out of those two. But I mean, Bill Murray always. He, I think he always kind of plays a a comedic role anyway. So. Even with he when he's like doing a serious, like a serious uh, role, it still is feels comedic, mm-hmm. just because he's Bill Murray. So I don't know. I think it's just the the kind of character you're trying to go for for Bill Murray. Um, but as far as Robin Williams goes, he actually plays different roles or different acting like. So, uh, so he has more range. So, yeah, I think he has more range, but uh, any of his comedic roles, he kind of feels like the same character. So, um, there's a movie that where he was like a, like a, a futuristic video editor, um, which was pretty good. I think it was just, I forgot what it's called, but it was pretty good. Um, the what if Bill Murray, what if Bill Murray the, was in a Transformers movie? Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> would it, would he help any of those movies? Uh, it's like asking, did he help Space Jam? Did he help Space Jam? I guess so. He must have, right? It was, uh, are, are you recording now? or? Yeah, I'm recording now. Yeah, it was um, the Transformers part. Well, Bill Murray has tra- in Transformers. Um, well, Bill Murray in Transformers, I, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> did, he, did he make Space Jam better? Yeah, I think he added some stuff to Space Jam. I mean, I mean, who else would you put in that role? In Transformers or Space Jam? No. Yeah, because so you think he, you think he added something to Space Jam? Yeah. Like, who else would you cast in that type for Space Jam? Uh, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that would definitely be what? By the way, what happened to Eddie Murphy? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know, man. I was like watching I, during Christmas. I was watching some of those uh, John Lannis movies where he was in it, mm-hmm. like Coming to America and Trading Places. You know, just like these are such classic movies. Is it just because it's a different time now? It's since the '80s, and it's just not happening. 
anymore. I mean, I, I guess, but I mean, like, during the 90s, he could have easily been making the same sorts of movies, but he, I think he took a dramatic turn for sure. I haven't seen many of his movies after Beverly Hills Cop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think after Beverly Hills Cop, he started doing more dramatic movies, like, I think there's a movie nine and a half weeks or something like I mean, that. He, I mean, it's the same thing with um, comedic actors doing dramatic roles. I mean, he's not a bad actor. He's a good actor. I think he was even nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, and yeah, he's not he's not bad at all. It's just that I preferred those old movies where he was he was funny, and then he because the, then he degraded into like Doctor Doolittle and Norbert. Well, well and, even Doctor Doolittle was like one of his biggest hits was well the first one was fine the second one was kind of like okay we've seen it already and then it just got more kid friendly because that's the that's the point of that movie it's a family movie or whatever and then norbert i didn't see that and i don't even know what the hell's going on in that movie and then uh it just must be like the kinds of directors nowadays or something Mm. i guess it's less classic hollywood sort of influence and more like post-classic Hollywood, if you want to call it that. Should you go uh, back to stand-up and see where he stands now? I, I I have no idea what he's doing right now. Is he even doing anything? <laughs> I think he's I think he's still doing films, but it's it feels like it's tougher for him to get um, projects off the ground. Because Pluto Nash was such a huge bomb. Because <laughs> basically he's, not, he's just not doing anything. What if it was um, Pluto Nash 2, directed by Darren Efronosky, which you want <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix series. <laughs> that'd be so great, right now yeah. he's making Beverly Hills Cop 4. Well, that, that's and, just been rumored for years. I don't know if that's yeah, ever going to happen. Uh, and triplets. That actually got some... Uh, traction? Traction recently. Because supposed, supposedly there's a script written already, and Schwarzenegger's on, on board. But that's also like an old rumor. That's yeah. going nowhere. Anymore. But that's actually... I think that's actually happening what triplets? I don't think that's happening. You don't think so? So the At least not anytime soon. I don't think that's happening either. The last thing Eddie Murphy did was called... But, oh, by the Church. way, like Arnold's got great comedic... Yeah. Um, Eddie Murphy had uh, Mr. Church in 2016, whatever that is. And then before that, 2012 was the last movie made. It's called A Thousand Words. I have no idea what the fuck that is. I think that was supposed to be one of those comedies where I think he can only say a thousand words or something like that. So he had to or he had to choose his words carefully or something. I don't know what it was, but he couldn't speak that much in that movie. And then See, it's, comic- it's like a PG-13 movie. It's like he needs to be making these rated R comedies like he did in the 80s. What was uh, Norbert? Was that rated R or was that PG? Uh, let me see. But I did hear... I did hear Mr. Church was actually pretty good. I think he was also nominated for like Golden Globe or something for for Mr. Church. Mr. Church, I have no idea what it is, so it could be good. I don't know. I think it was a dramatic movie. That's what it was. Okay. Uh, but, uh, Shrek Forever After. Using that because we need more Shrek movies, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, Shrek is what killed Eddie Murphy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Playing a donkey, he, uh, animated yeah, donkey. Yeah, because now everyone thinks, oh, Eddie Murphy is that stupid donkey. By the way, what happened to Smash Mouth? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to Smash Mouth? 
I think they're still doing uh, tours. <laughs> Are they? I have that. Smash Mouth Tour Dates. Let's look it up. <laughs> Coming to a Ross near you. <laughs> uh, let's see. March 31st at the Golden Nugget Hotel and Casino in Lake Charles, Las Louisiana. And then the uh, Cannery Casino Hotel in North Las Vegas, Nevada on May 26th. Is it a bad omen if you're doing casinos? Or is that something that's commonplace? Um... Well, I heard Blink-182 is starting to do a residency at some Las Vegas casino. Well, if it's on like the main strip of Las Vegas, that's fine. But Yeah, well... Is this a casino that's on like the main strip of Vegas? or I don't know what the fuck a cannery casino is. It's probably like one of those... <laughs> <laughs> it's one of like those it, day casinos or something. <laughs> are all the, the slot machines are can-themed? <laughs> I guess so, yeah. It's an elf. <laughs> <laughs> Like the dog food uh, slot machines, yeah. <laughs> something like <that>. Perina, <laughs> <laughs> pedigree, uh... and the roulette table is like a just a cans of cans <laughs> that are marked with numbers or whatever. It's just made from like recycled cans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's Smash Mouth tickets on Ticketmaster. Well, there you go. I mean, and they're classified as alternative rock, <laughs> <laughs> which. I believe is a lie. <laughs> Maybe they've uh, switched up. I don't know. They have their own genre. It's called Smash Mouth. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Smash Mouth has its own Facebook page. That's surprising. How many uh, <laughs> people are following that page? One hundred thirty-four thousand six hundred fifteen <laughs> people. <laughs> my god! <laughs> That's like way more. Like, Eight years ago, that forgot. Yeah, it's they... like they forgot that they liked it. <laughs> like no one goes through. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of Facebook, uh, all that information that they're stealing from us and then just like distributing out to to assholes out in the world. You know what? I'm gonna like Smash Mouth because I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> and now their Facebook is gonna have bad information about me. You just wanna see um, Trump's re-election campaign? Like invite Smash Mouth? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the people why they love had, Smash Mouth, President. That's why they had Ted Nugent, right? Yeah. They had to have Ted Nugent for some reason. They didn't have it because they liked him. No, there you go. <laughs> you got supporters. <laughs> I don't know what you want. <laughs> they, they probably just like compiled a bunch of info about what they like, what what his Trump voters like, and then Ted Nugent was like number two on the list, and they're like, hey, he's relatively cheap, or he likes Trump enough to do it on the cheap, so let's get him. Well, what type of information was? Were they um, getting? Because I heard it was just the personality quiz, like a sp- specific personality quiz. Was uh, it everything I really have no idea. from Facebook? Okay, because I don't think it was like a mass um, data yeah. dump. All the articles I've read have been kind of light on the specifics mm-hmm. of what actually was uh, being u- manipulated or used or compiled or or whatever. So I couldn't tell you. Mm-hmm exactly at this point i but again i didn't read every single article out there so maybe there's an article that's specifically about oh it's the birth dates of everyone i don't think i don't think they got that information mm-hmm. but i don't know because there's also like a lot of transactions going on on facebook aren't isn't there yeah there's a lot of like transaction data there's a lot of messenger information how often people message each other i mean i guess that all goes into some sort of algorithm or but i don't think that's what was being used was it? I think it was more like a personality type of thing. Yeah, probably just some sort of a, of a personality sort of thing. I guess I don't know. 
Yeah, it was, I, kind of odd. it was kind of odd because I think someone from Cambridge Analytica was in contact with that um, researcher who had funded his research. And he was saying he was trying he was trying to defend himself and saying he wasn't getting paid for any of it. It was just all going to the research. And then I guess he was lied to or something or talked into him giving all that data to Cambridge, which apparently he wasn't supposed to do. <laughs> like he didn't know that mm-hmm. at that time. But didn't have the the uh, the foresight to you know ask a lawyer or anything, and he just gave him the Cambridge Analytica, and that's how he's in uh, some deep water. But <laughs> it's a lot of uh, a lot of shit going on. And, yeah. Um, I don't know what to say about it, but it's a real big shit show, and I wish it didn't happen. But it's happening, and uh, uh, I do wish that anyone who did something wrong gets uh, prosecuted. That's all I care about. I thought it was kind of ironic because there was one headline that said Facebook users were ditching Facebook for Instagram, even though it's owned by <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess there's less technically personal information on it. It's just pictures, but you know they can get GPS info or whatever off the pictures. So really, how how much more private is it, or less info is there on there? I don't know. I feel like it's more or less the same. Yeah. Like if, if you're yeah. if you're going on those social media sites, then that's the uh, that's the gamble you're running. It's like uh, going to Wendy's and ordering a baconator. <laughs> well, I didn't order a baconator. <laughs> I, I ordered a Dave's double, and they gave me a son of baconator. I had the Dave's double before. I don't, I don't think it's anything. The well, I I typically get a okay. baconator. But this time around, I just want—I didn't really want the bacon, so I was like, "Okay, I just want a normal burger." Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, "I'm gonna get Dave's double, number two. That's the one that's on sale now, right? Uh, I don't know if it's on sale or not. But anyway, and then I—they got rid of the spicy chicken like six months ago. Their spicy chicken nuggets, and so I really like the spicy chicken from Wendy's. You know, you know what? I am disappointed. I have it. Wendy's anymore? It's the spicy uh, chicken nuggets. You don't like them? No, I like them. I'm just disappointed oh. they don't have it anymore. Yeah, that's why I just said they don't have them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you dropped out. That's why. I... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I, well, I said I said that they uh, stopped serving them like six months or so, or so ago. No, it was a long time ago. It's probably like a year now. Um, is it a year? Okay. Well, actually, what they they did add a spicy chicken go wrap back to the menu, so it's kind of like bigger. Chicken nuggets that are spicy chicken, but, but I'm not did, entirely they do sure. that with their chicken sandwich, right? Their spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, there's a spicy chicken sandwich. So I guess they're kind of migrating back to the nuggets. So maybe the nuggets were not being sold enough or something like that. Like just, in, I don't know. I couldn't tell you what 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 the decision was behind it, but there's no I, reason for it as far as I'm concerned. Because what the fuck is the difference? <laughs> You're just using spicy instead of not spicy. It's just like more pepper in the. <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know what the hell is the big deal about about supplying both. So I don't know. Maybe they wanted to do something else with the spicy chicken. They just wanted to like charge it was, more. I feel like the spicy nuggets were outselling the regular nuggets, so they didn't have anything to. They didn't want to get rid of the regular nuggets, so they just got rid of the spicy nuggets. I, I guess I don't. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. There's like nothing about it, as far as I know. So. I don't know. Did people write articles about why they got rid of the spicy chicken nuggets? Maybe you should, like a Squacko article on. (laughs) 
I'm gonna call them and ask them. It's like, hey, why did you get rid of it? <laughs> you should bring it back, even for like a limited time. And then they're gonna they're gonna ask me, hey, how come you care? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like one guy on Twitter, like I just, know. <laughs> just sprinkle some goddamn pepper on your regular chicken nuggets, you asshole. <laughs> but uh, sea chicken sandwich, it's it's okay. It's kind of dry though. Um, you should try their go wrap because there's like some sauce in it that they put, so it's not. It's like a, just a wrap with some lettuce and then the chicken wrap and then the or the chicken and then some sauce in it. It's pretty good. I mean, I'm not that big of a wrap person. It's it was like a taco basically. It's like a big taco. Yeah, I know what a wrap is. <laughs> you don't need to like. <laughs> it's it's like a tortilla. What's well, a wrap? It's like a big taco. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tortilla, and then they put it put the stuff in it and then they roll it up. And By the way, I call it. How'd you go from like a wrap to a big taco? Wouldn't it be more like a burrito? Uh, well, a burrito is a big taco. No, it's not. It's like it's a burrito. They're two different things. How do you think they invented the burrito? <laughs> they're like, I want a bigger taco, and they're like, Okay, how about should we make we make a bit a bigger taco and then wrap it up, and then you can eat like that? And like, okay, it's a big taco burrito. See, this is the history that like, you don't get burrito. in school. <laughs> and they're like, big burrito. You should write a history book. That's what you should start doing. <laughs> history of food? Yeah, squacko history. <laughs> and there's a whole section on fast food. <laughs> How do they call the Big Mac? Uh, well, there's this guy named Mac, and he was like, I'm going to work for McDonald's, and I'm going to make my own sandwich, and then, <laughs> and then I'm going to find some random shit around the, the restaurant and then put it together, and I'm going to eat it. Have you seen some of the other? <laughs> have you seen some of the uh, other failed projects that McDonald's had? Uh, I, they yeah, tried to sell um, pizza at one time. <laughs> it didn't work out. Uh, I don't know if I specifically read much about those projects. Yeah, they had one where they tried to sell pizza at one point. I think they had like a, um, a BLT. Did they have spaghetti? I don't know if they had spaghetti. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. They got spaghetti. <laughs> Mixed spaghetti or something. <laughs> that, was, that was from a comedy routine. I forgot uh, who. Oh, that's uh, Mitch Hedberg. But, uh, Spaghetti McDonald's. Yeah, was good. yeah, they had like a BOT and then they had separate compartments because they didn't want like the tomato and lettuce getting warm and soggy so, or whatever. Uh-huh. And then um, I think they had the Mighty Wings more recently which they uh, was probably like a limited time. Yeah, so they had like a lot of different uh, projects. Well, McDonald's is trying to diversify, so they're trying to be, um, they're trying to move away from being associated with the uh, most unhealthy food you can think of. Kind is of. it working? I don't know if it's working or not. Uh, I think it is a little bit. I don't know if it's necessarily. I feel like every millennial or post millennial, it's still um, very much against McDonald's. Like anything they try to make healthier, it's they're not buying it. <laughs> like, well, they're not doing this super size stuff anymore. They've done that for like ten years at this point. Yeah. So, so I think it's more in line with other fast food chains, and they're not out. They're not an outlier anymore, like how they used to be. Or are they even saying that their chicken is all white meat chicken with no preservatives, stuff like that. Um, so they're definitely going like a healthier or trying to be a healthier route. Well, they're trying to market it in a healthier way for sure. 
but um, it's you know it's. But I, I don't think anyone's buying it because it's still this perception of them selling that pink slime. Well, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to do that for a company such as per, like pervasive as McDonald's. So, I mean, they're they're doing it. I think it's working a little bit, but not nearly as much as they think it is or would like it to be. So, I don't know. If I'm thinking in my head, head, what's more healthy, McDonald's or Burger King? I'm gonna think, okay, well, McDonald's probably has a better menu for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to Burger King in a long time. Yeah, Burger King, I mean, like, it's just, I don't know. Like, I couldn't tell you what their healthy menu is, menu items are in Burger King. Even like, longer. I haven't I've, even been to Carl's Jr. even, even, even yeah. longer. Yeah, so, like, the, like a Burger King or Carl's Jr., like, they, they're kind of more, like, a older fast food mentality where it's, like, we don't give a shit what's on the menu, just <laughs> whatever. We'll get they just uh, grease you up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I think uh, Jack in the Box is maybe a little bit of the same thing, but I think they're at least diversifying the menu, and so you can kind of get like whatever you feel like mm. at Jack in the Box. Their menu's despite... probably too uh, it's too too big, it's too diverse. Too diverse. Yeah. Yeah, they have like eight or nine breakfast sandwiches, and I'm like, what the hell is the point? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like... so scattered that it's I don't know, it's not worth it. It seems like it's too much <laughs> to manage. They just need to have a single sandwich and say, okay, you can get it on sourdough or croissant or regular bread. So like just have the three options and then have, okay, just your normal breakfast sandwich and you can have it with three things. You don't need to call it croissant sandwich or, and then a sourdough sandwich. And then this one, that sandwich, you just need to have, they need to simplify that breakfast menu a little bit. And then I think it'll kind of make more sense. About, um, in and out. Do they need to add new options? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd, what would a breakfast menu at in that look like? I don't know if you need a breakfast menu per se, but maybe in like another sandwich, like a chicken sandwich, maybe. No, I don't. I don't know. Or something for people if they don't want to eat um, beef. Well, they do have that. I think they have like some sort of a veggie burger option. Is there a veggie burger? I don't think I don't remember having a veggie burger. I think so. I think it's like something called like Flying Dutchman or something like that. Because I know Cali Burger, which is the uh, In-N-Out ripoff, they have like a chicken sandwich and some other, some other options. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't associate In-N-Out with chicken very much because it's like Chick Fil A sort of fills that spot. I think mm-hmm. if you want like an In-N-Out style chicken sandwich, you're just gonna go. Is to Chick Fil A even even that good? I don't think it's that great. It's okay. Um, I think it it's more creepy <laughs> than other fast food places. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> because. They're so outwardly nice. I just I just want to go there and buy my chicken sandwich. I don't need you to ask me how my day is and like uh, you know fillet my asshole, right? I don't like the places where they have too many options. Like you go and then they keep asking what you want, what you want. Like yeah, like you want this, you want that. Like those assembly this, lines. If I keep want, asking you, if I want those things, I'll let you know. You don't need to give me all the options up front and like all the different sauces and like oh, how many sauces do you want? Well, we have this and this and that, and you can only have one of each. Which ones do you want? You can only have three of the following, and then they have like six different sauce choices, but you can only have one, and you only have up to three. Stuff like that. It's just like it's too much complication. And then they have to bring, and they have to bring your restaurant food to you while you're sitting there and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just kind of uh, too much for me. What is? What was too much? Um, all the Chick Fil A 
stuff that they do that makes it the Chick-fil-A experience. Yeah, I think I, just, I think the worst one is probably Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle it just... depends it depends it depends on how much control you have over your Chipotle burrito. If you go there and you don't know what you need, then it's mm-hmm. gonna then it's gonna be an issue. But if you go there with a with a a burrito in mind and you know what you want, then you're gonna get I think you're gonna get an acceptable burrito. But so when you go to Chipotle, I mean what how do you feel when you approach him? I just tell him I want a burrito and I want black beans, barbacoa, rice, extra rice usually, sour cream, cheese, and medium sauce. I mean, is it that good? Um, I thought it was okay. I don't know if it's any better. Or... I think there are days when it's better than others. So, mm-hmm. just like many other fast food things. So, um, usually you want to think, have things consistent, but. When you have something that's like so varied, and you can have so many different options, it just really depends on what you are choosing and putting in, and if you remembered all the things that you like. Do you so, ever feel like when you go into those types of places, like Chipotle or Blaze or any of those like places where they give you a lot of options to choose and your own burrito or pizza or whatever, that they're that they're silently judging you based on what you're putting on? I think uh, these people have like no souls anymore, so <laughs> I don't think they care. They 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 brain dump your existence five seconds after you leave their their eyesight. So I don't think they, I don't think their judgments even are pervasive. So like this asshole put black beans on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the black bean asshole. <laughs> like they only have two beans. They only have the pinto beans and the black beans. So they hate everyone who gets black beans. Oh. Is it because they're racist? Yeah, yes. <laughs> why why can't they have uh yellow beans? Oh. Oh, he wanted uh, Italian sausage, not turkey sausage, right? <laughs> like, What's wrong with want, American sausage? Exactly. Yeah. What's the deal? Jeez. Is Italian sausage a thing? Yeah, it's like, like Italian meatballs or something like that or oh, okay. Oh. I'm not a big sausage fan. Do you know that? I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know all the varied uh, types of sausages. What's your favorite type of cheese? You seem like um, a cheese guy, right? Yeah, I like cheese. Uh, I'd probably say my favorite is cheddar. Mm-hmm. Cheddar just across the board, whatever is going on? or uh, Yeah, or provolone. I'm not that big of a cheddar person, though. You're not? Like I usually get Swiss for stuff. Swiss is uh, fine in certain contexts, but I like uh, my cheese to be either mild or What about on a, um, cheddar? a burger? Uh, a burger, I prefer cheddar, but um, mm-hmm. I can go with American. I uh, good... usually go with Swiss or American on like a burger. Don't they have like a American cheese in the, the Jack in the Box tacos? Uh, yes. Yeah, I heard it was like an odd thing because usually you, it's like shredded cheese or something, right? Yeah. But it, they just have like. It's good. A square of American cheese it, just popped in there. It, it that, makes sense because it distributes the cheese across the whole taco <laughs> instead of just the top of it. So. But they say it's also like one of the greasiest tacos around. It is pretty greasy, yeah. But, but is that what the flavor is? <laughs> like. 
It's from the cheese. It's from. It's not really from anything else but the cheese. So, I don't know. I mean, they're saying that it's. Well, they fry it. It's one of like so. the most popular tacos in America. Like so many people are eating it, even though it looks horrendous. And I don't think, and a lot of people saying it's not even a real taco because of how it's made with the cheese. Um, I think those people are uh, assholes. <laughs> I, I like I like the uh, the Jack in the Box uh, tacos. They're on American. They're. they're so- they, they are American. That's the point. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anything else before we uh, wrap this up? Uh, no. I think uh, that about covers our, uh, our week in review. <laughs> or two weeks in review. <laughs> what did we talk about? We talked about a little bit about movies and then about half an hour worth of fast food. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a good way to end the month. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you mean the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> See you again in 2020. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. Should be good, all right? Should be good. Yeah.